0: on an emerging generation of kings all right so psalm 133 um this morning we're going to read that together the quite a number of scriptures i want us to read um, but let's start with Psalm 133 that most of us can actually quote because, you know. Let's go from verse 1. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Verse 2. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. Read louder. It is like the dew of hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Verse four. There's no verse four. Oh, I'm, I apologize. All right, now I'm going to I'm going to emphasize certain things. Number one, it says, "Behold, how good and pleasant it is!" So mark that word in your Bible. Under, underline, they say that before when we had physical Bibles, right? They say, underline, behold. But if you have an iPad, um, just underline it. Like, use your marker on the screen of your iPad. Or use, like, a, a pin to scratch it. <laughs> this is the first thing I want us to emphasize. Somebody say, behold. Say it louder, say, behold. Shout it on the side, say, behold what does it mean to behold gaze upon look intently consider with intentionality pay attention to it is amazing that most of us jump all the way to marriage and lifelong relationships before we see god's generic plan for bonding as brethren Bonding in unity. This is very important. There are people who get very excited about marriage. Let's talk about marriage. I'm going to marry this person or or cut this person or date that person. But God is saying the foundation is understanding what I intended for bonding. Once you don't understand what I intended for bonding, almost every every other relationship will end up as a bending. Or bondage. And we'll speak about that right behold somebody shall behold. behold look at it consider it pay attention to it it's a good thing for brothers to dwell together in unity i'll talk about that as well as we continue and it says it's like oil please observe something here our um, times when we think about oil we're thinking about the anointing right and one of the major things about the anointing is that the anointing does what the anointing breaks the yoke what God is saying is that when you have united people in the community of faith, that unity is as good as anointing. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, know, I need more power on the monitors. It's as good as anointing. So, this is the reason when you connect with somebody who's not even in the faith you feel like many yokes are broken faster is somebody following this this is the reason it feels like this person doesn't know as much bible as your ex or as your previous friend but you seem to be making faster progress there because what the anointing does the anointing removes burdens and it breaks yokes So when I'm united with somebody else, there is extra power in my space to remove burdens and to break yokes. Therefore, if I don't understand bonding outside of a relationship and I get into a relationship, I'm going into a relationship with yokes. And burdens, instead of going as one who's going to relieve somebody else is this making sense this is the reason it is difficult to have a healthy marriage if you don't have healthy friendships it is difficult to have a healthy romantic relationship if you have an unhealthy platonic relationship or a serious platonic relationships and this is going to help so many people today particularly in the series why some of us are not used to bonding if you're one of those people can just raising just just be honest we're all all here you're very used to bonding all this community stuff boyistic tendencies you know all mushy all of that no just a, don't worry just, i just want to have yeah 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 we don't keep in touch we don't even touch talk less of keep touch (laughs) it's just hard for us and we're not judging you we're gonna help you father we thank you for insight and revelation thank you Lord for the freedom to be who we are in Christ Jesus thank you Lord for the light and the life that you've given to us we thank you Lord that this series will not be based on man's wisdom Or based on man's experience or our personal preferences it's going to be based on the eternal truth and wisdom of your word to the end that every yoke of restriction will indeed be broken in the name of Jesus that there will be gateways to intimacy the God-ordained way in the name of Jesus devil will take authority over you and your shenanigans your distractions your tendencies your weights your fears, your cares, and we'll break their grip upon our minds and our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the oil of unity, our God. We give you all the praise and all the glory, Jesus, for it's done in Jesus' mighty name. All right. A couple of things. We're going to write some definitions real quick. Number one, what is bonding? What is bonding? You might want to take this down. Bonding, bonding. It's an English word. It's the establishment of a relationship. The establishment. Establishment of a relationship. I still need help with the sound today. You might want to listen to the to the stage monitors. you know, you might want to listen to the stage monitors and help. Right? There's there's a weight I need, and gets distracted when it's not there. All right. So the establishment of a relationship or a link with someone based on shared. Write this down. The establishment of a relationship or link. with someone, media you have that, so you can project it, or link with someone based on shared feelings. Feelings. Particularly for those of us who don't do mush. By mush, I don't mean much. Like, I can't pronounce ch. I mean... (laughs) Mush. I I thought you were a posh person. I mean, mushy stuff, like feelings. It has to do with feelings. Your feelings have to be involved right? For you to bond. Based on shared feelings, interests or experiences. The establishment of a relationship or link with someone based on shared feelings is getting better. Interests or experiences. Now right Another definition. It is also the action of joining things securely, the action of the process of joining things securely by means of an adhesive, which is a, a glue a bonding device, an adhesive heat or pressure or by chemical bonds, now why am I saying this? because this has to do with bonding of material, like gluing things together This second definition, however when you're also in a relationship some heat will have to go into it oh is somebody here So if it's all you know hunky-dory and no arguments and no tensions and no disagreement i think the sun's about where it should be now right and and none of all that stuff there is no heat in that relationship there is no uh, enthalpic exchange in that relationship then you guys might stick together for a while but there is no cohesion for the long term because you need some friction for calculated motion If there's no friction at all then you're just going to sleep and you can sleep in and sleep out right so tension is a glue that holds relationships not hypertension (laughs) that's a different one right but tension which means that there must be some areas of heat or difference now not all differences have to lead to disagreement but not all differences are bad so some differences are essential. As a matter of fact, you discover that some people that, that you're with, as some people that are your closest friends, not necessarily in romantic relationships, there is something different about them that you like. You give me a witness, people. So sometimes you might actually yap them for that different thing, but you like it. Right? So for example, um, there's this person, your friend, the person just talks to anybody at any time, person has no filters or limited filters, (laughs) right? Because, like, I'm not a water filter. Why do I need filters? The person talks a lot and all all whatnot. And then there was a day you guys went to a party, but you didn't have your IV card, or you didn't have your pass. Who was the person that bailed you out? (laughs) So the same thing you were yapping the person about was the same thing that brought deliverance or brought access um, to your life. So... It has to do with heat it has to do with pressure it has to do with some energy exchange number three um it's also the link the process of linking or linkage the process of linking or linkage this is important laying foundations and these foundations are essential for every kind of relationship so father to son, mother to daughter uh, husband to wife uh, brothers and sisters a pastor and congregation, mentor and mentee um, love life and love life so the very first time we see bonding in the Bible is Genesis chapter 1 so let's go to Genesis chapter 1 very quickly and verse 26 then God said let us somebody say bond God said let us where is the bond there where is the bond us let us so write this down me is an asset for bonding me as an M E but me can also be a problem to bonding me I me myself and I And the reason this is important is some of us have lived as me throughout our lives. So if you grew up as a lone child, you know it was just you, or you grew up with other children but you were isolated. Again, isolated, I insulated. Right? Then you became an idol. yourself you are likely going to face some struggles without you realizing where it's coming from and you might just feel people don't like me or maybe I don't fit in so and so what happens is you tend to separate yourself even from people that would have loved you if you paid a bit more attention Uh, is somebody here if you grew up maybe you grew up with your dad and you didn't have your mom or you grew up with your mom and you didn't know your dad, you're likely going to struggle as well. If you were violated or abused by caregivers, particularly earlier on in your life, you're going to have struggles with that as well. If you are very introverted and somehow being introverted then led to certain failures in your life. So for example, you're very uh, uh, introverted and in class, you didn't ask questions, like you didn't understand it, but you were too shy. Who was very shy in class to just say, sir, I didn't understand. I said, like, you don't like eyes on you or anything, much less on the fact that you didn't understand something. Now would be like, the first day I will raise my hand is that I don't understand. <laughs> hey! God forbid. Right? Because if you're introverted, you have a large inner world. And so your tendency is to expound on it internally. Even though it didn't happen like that externally. Oh, can I talk right now? So, if you're very, very, very introverted, if somebody says, ah, was even wrong with you, it doesn't come out as, please come. It doesn't come out as, what's wrong with you? That's not what you're hearing inside your heart. Yes, yes. Give me some sound effects. Alicia, I was even wrong with you. What is wrong with you? That's not the way it comes out for you if you're introverted. This is the way it comes out. Boom. <laughs> because you don't hear what's wrong with you that's not all you hear what you hear is ah, he walked past different people he didn't tell them what's wrong with him so why is it me that something is wrong with and then last week he didn't tell me what's wrong with me that means I've become worse in the past one week then the person will remember that during the course of the week there was an issue with the bolt or taxify person. Be like, eh, it's true. Now he's pastor. That means his anointing is against my destiny. Mm. Look at anybody, say just calm down. Just calm down. Exactly. Please say it's not that deep. <laughs> Bozzy, say it's not that deep. So, You were isolated in school. You were introverted. You didn't understand. And by the way, you didn't understand. But you didn't used to sit in front because, again, you didn't want to be seen. So you sat at the back and you never asked questions. Okay? But you didn't understand. And so you failed, not because you were dumb, but because you failed at me. In other words, you failed at overcoming your tendencies towards being by yourself. Now guess what happens with failure? Failure will make you more introverted. I need to lay this foundation very carefully. Do you know why? Because there are people in marriages who are so introverted in marriages and failing at certain things in marriage and not owning those failures in marriage and being more introverted in those. you get what I'm saying. It's good to see you, sir. So guess what happened? And then maybe you failed, and then worse, you had to carry over. So now you had to be in class with your juniors. Or if I'm talking about you just say, hmm. <laughs> so it was bad enough, you didn't want your, your mates, or your contemporaries, to see you and know you. Now your juniors, I say, of course, you didn't attend all the lectures. So when you eventually passed, you got an E. And we'll talk this morning please help me get out of here some of you look too quiet this morning too quiet for what I'm teaching get out of your seat and look for somebody say i suspect something like this might have happened to you you're not accusing them you're just suspecting i suspect it may not have been in this particular scenario it may not have been in this particular format but i suspect now somebody goes okay how about this this thing was not about me failing it was actually about me succeeding and so it can flip the other way as well where you're again i independent. so even though you grew up as a lone child or with a lone parent or a background whatever you learned to survive by yourself so you fought hard you became a fighter you learn how to fight you kill my mommy I will kill your daughter you learn to fight and what people call independence is actually coming from a place where you've built a robust defense mechanism and so in every committee you always have to say something And when you say something, you rub people off wrongly without knowing. Oh, can we talk? Y'all can we talk right now? It doesn't have to be you, but you can bear witness about somebody you know at work. (laughs) So yeah, there's some confidence there, but it's confidence without control that now leads to chaos. because you learned me but you didn't learn us so you learn to fight and so even in your relationships you are a fighter you always have to create a battle because that is your zone of comfort drama if there's no drama you don't feel optimized you don't feel like you're in the flow is somebody getting what I'm saying now? So you're in a relationship, you finally met this nice guy, good-looking guy, godly guy, but he still come for you. Koni ah! So he puts onion in his eyes so he can cry. Then instead of you singing, I believe I can fly, you say, I believe you can cry. Am I communicating? You guys on this side, you're not giving me any witness. You're all too spiritual to know what I'm talking about. Am I communicating? Yes, sir. I know the when I'm teaching, like people are assessing themselves. Where am I inside this whole thing? So it's not only about failure, it's about success. And so what has happened to some of us is that we have mastered the art of personally generated success, not knowing that we're robbing ourselves of community generated greatness. Or oh, you can do it by yourself. You know how to do it by yourself. You take it on by yourself. And see, when I say this, I'm, I'm not judging you guys. I hope you know I'm not judging you. Because this particular one I'm telling you now was my table. Hands on, hands on. You do everything. Hands on, hands on. You want to do everything. Hands on. Tendencies to do everything. Right? And so right now, I'm in a place where my structure, my personal business structure needs 10 people. But there are only about three or four people currently in the ecosystem working in that way. Hence on, why you've learned to succeed by yourself and you don't know that your greatness is not about what you can do by yourself. It's about what God has placed in other people that it can help them activate. and by doing that the rewards will return to you as well as dimensions of. are you following this? And many times, these programs are running at a very subconscious level in our lives. Almost like tabs that are open, but you are not on the web page. Is somebody following this now? So you have to redefine that once you begin to dictate it. So the ministry directors and pastors know that there are certain things I'll act as if I'm not seeing. Why? Not because I'm not seeing, but because I don't want to get into the hands-on, do everything, do everything. I just be like, are you asking me that question? As your purview, are we here? Now, let us, somebody say let us. Who said let us? Who said let us? Who said let us? Said let us? Is God complete? Is God whole? Is God all powerful? So us is not always a function of deficiency. <laughs> I don't need anybody. You're wrong. That's not the basis for bonding. It's not the only basis for bonding. So the first bond in the Bible was not predicated on strategic reciprocity. You know those days? Be like, ah, position yourself for partnership. Networking skills. Send like their post, drop three comments. And after three months, slide into their DM. They'll pay attention oh rocking somebody so you have to be in the purview, you have to be in the galaxy of their interests <laughs> now there is that wisdom and we'll get to it but the original bond in the bible was not a function of i have rice you have beans let's make rice and beans And if every relationship in your life has to do what you can get, that's a parasitic relationship. You remember? Three kinds of relationships, right? Do you remember your biology? Symbiotic, parasitic, forgetsitic. Commensualism, that's it. Uh-uh. Brain now in a symbiotic relationship there's an exchange mutual there's a balance there in a parasitic relationship it's exploitative it's manipulative one character or object is feeding off the other person now if you don't start with the God understanding you will either be a parasite or host parasites Somebody will go like, oh, so that's why my relationships have not worked. Yes, because you got into a relationship without understanding the basis for it. The bundle for it. So in our text, Psalm one thirty three, it said, Behold our good. And pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Why? Because in the first bundle we say God said let us make man in our image. Let us make man in our image. Let us make man in our image. There's something I want there. Let us make man in our image and according to our likeness. It means that if relationships between man and man will be what God wants it to be. Then man must study the relationship between God and God. Because man is made in the image and the likeness of God. So, any relationship that does not reflect the union between that one, between God and God, is already DOA, dead on arrival. Already. Now, somebody looking like this. So, what is the bonding like? Or why does God allow that let me t- show you a couple of things that must, you must consider synonymous for bonding number one friendship i'm going to raise media you have it so you can project it friendship relationship fellowship i'm speaking about coin partnership association affiliation alliance coalition attachment attachment not like this type even though you can bond with it bond your hair with it tie link connection union and nexus why are they necessary why does god allow us to bond i'll give you a list and then we'll look at a couple of scriptures why does god allow us to bond number one god wants us to bond because of divine distribution any bond in your life that is not premised on any of those five things is going to be distracting, it's going to be depleting, it's going to be uh, negative, it's going to be a burden. Number one, divine distribution. Why does God allow us born? We're going to look at the scripture now, Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 16. Ephesians 4 and verse 16. see what it says Hmm. from whom the whole body verse 16 from verse 15 but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head christ from whom the whole body how You're saving your voice for this evening to toast your babes and your guys. Please, can you speak louder right now? All right, let, let's stop. Let's stop there. Read again from whom the whole body how joined to joined and knit together by. Every joint supplies. According to the causes. Please give it to us in the amplified. From verse 15. Rather let us. Is that it? But speaking the truth in love in all things, both our speech and our lives, expressing the truth, let us grow up in all things into Him, following His example. In other words, to succeed between man and man, when I say man and man, male or male to male or male to female humans, we must study between God and God, following His example. Who is the head? Christ. Verse sixteen. From him, the whole body, the church, in all its various parts, joined and knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies. When each part is... Oh, somebody help me now. When each part is working properly, so a bond is not just about enjoyment. A bond requires work. If you please homie, me. Please come. I want to use an illustration that might help somebody whatever joint supplies when each part is working together causes the body to grow and mature building itself up in unselfish love give us the TPT and then the message for his body has been formed in his image as as closely joined together and constantly connected as one and every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all and as these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body we are built up and made perfect in love look at somebody say there's a gift in you for me oh yes yeah oh come on somebody look at somebody say there's a gift in you for me tell the person don't hold my vow gifts tell them again say if you have a vow gift for me in fact you know what the people that simple want to tell that they are not sitting beside them this morning so please you have my permission to strategically get up and be line your way to somebody in my, you have my license right now be your way and tell somebody don't hold kmt y'all don't want no, no gifts He keeps us in step with each other. His very breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we can grow up healthy in God. How? Robust in love. So the number one reason bonds are established is for divine distribution. So I'm going to use the analogy, I'm going to use a physical analogy, and I'll use the an analogy of a, a mother and a child. Now, for a child to be born, damn it, what needs to happen? What needs to happen for a child to be born? There has to be kolabo. <laughs> you didn't want to say that. There has to be what? Let's, let's get They There has to be what? It sounds as like intercourse. In other words, they have to exchange courses in school. Or take international courses. Right? There has to be, in- <laughs> there has to be what? are you sure are you sure must there always be intercourse generally there will be intercourse which means that bodies will bond uh, uh, no. <laughs> which which means that bodies will bond right <laughs> thank you very much you can give me another yeah, bodies Well, what? Bond. Now, when the body is bond, is it just the bodies that need to bond or the fluids inside the bodies that need to bond? So, the fact that bodies bond does not mean fluids are bonding. So, it can be a part of the body of Christ, but what's in Christ is not air flowing on the inside of you. Because Christ was riding to a church in Revelation and said, I stand at the door. It was a church. Said, so that I stand at the door and I'm knocking. If anyone hears my voice, how can Christ be saying concerning the church? If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. Why? Because in your bonding with God, you might be using contraceptives. Oh, come on, can I talk right now? And so the way it happens with our walk with God, it also happens with our walk with people. Friends, so some of you have friends. We're going to deal with friendship next week. Some of you have friends, but you are never vulnerable. Oh, can I talk? This generation is so contradictory. You can have 5,000 friends on Facebook and still have no one to share the thoughts of your heart with. What a friendship generation! E friendship that becomes a. friendship They feel like oh you have it all going and everything so even though you're so charismatic and charming there is no connection there is no flow so what happens with the mother and the husband and the wife is that there is an exchange of fluid then the seed and the egg have to bond is that so then they begin to grow together the breath and the blood they begin to grow together now what happens do you carry that baby do they dig out that baby and throw it outside or does the baby form a bond on the inside with the mother through a cord right what's that cord called the umbilical cord which is the connection point or the bond now how is that cord formed Both bodies are growing. So a relationship in which only one body is growing is gonna die. I didn't ask you to clap but for the first time this morning if you feel like clapping do it as if you are in bond with Christ. Don't clap like Both bodies have to change. If you're in a relationship where you're the person doing all the changes and all the change and all the changes, you soon be foreign exchange. Say <laughs> so you talk too much, you stop talking. You say you don't dress well, you change your dressing. You do, do. he hasn't changed anything. <laughs> Distribution happens because the Both both parties have to grow, have to function properly. And then what happens, there is the bond. Now when the baby pops out, well, it's delivered, is there still a bond? What happens? Nursing. Because the milk will still flow through a bond. And some people have been poisoned in their relationships because they are drinking milk from people that they are not in bond with. I'm not talking literal stuff, but even now I'm safety. Are you following this? God distributes through bonds. So if you feel a connection or a connectivity with somebody, many times because of one of those five things, sometimes more than one of the five things. Some, number one, God distributes. So how does it happen in the church? So Christ calls twelve to Himself. He builds a bond with the twelve, and then it says, "You know what? I no longer call you servants; I call you friends, because servants do not know the thoughts of a man's heart. In other words, I have bonded with you. I have shared things with you. I have poured into you. But don't forget, it does not end with you. I didn't say divine deposit; I said divine distribution. So the reason I put on the inside of you is so that you can put." On the inside of other people, second Timothy chapter two, verse two, it says that which you have heard from me, commit to other faithful men, that will commit to others also. So the reason for affinity according to the divine template is for the transfer of virtue. So in genesis 1 come let us make man in our image and after our likeness it is for divine distribution so if you're in a relationship or a friendship or a partnership where there is nothing divine and there is no distribution look at your neighbor and say it's time to redefine the bond some of you looked and you didn't say some of you said and you didn't look say it's time to redefine the bond Number two, God allows bondin or instituted bondin for development. Development. Growth. Development. We're going to look at two case studies, hopefully, in the service. Now, we have, who sang that song? Thread a need do, thread a need thread I need to, I need to, I You didn't sing that song. Hold somebody, hold somebody, hold somebody. (laughs) People went to uh, Ejadindin Primary School. (laughs) Ejadindin Primary School. Now, in Ephesians 4.16, it said that we might be knit together, joined together. Now, many of us think that because I'm in contact, it means I'm connected contact is not the same thing as connection do you know you, it's possible for you to have known somebody for 3 years you are in contact and now your connection because they're different levels there's contact there's connection there's communion and there is covenant God did not come to just contact the world. That was not the end game. The end game was covenant. Where's covenant? That's why she's sitting at the end of the chair. Avengers end game. And many of us, we don't understand that. And so we're expecting... Covenant experiences. From a contact relationship. And for some of us. Let me jump the gun. Because we'll we'll deal with it in two weeks or so. Some of us are giving covenant privileges. To contact relationships. You have shown him everything. You have given her everything. So it says, knit. That's what it says concerning the church. Yep. From whom the whole body joined and knit together. Who knows how to sew? I know how to sew. Let me just, just come help me with the microphone. But uh, if I didn't make this needle long enough. Long enough. Now, both of them are together, they're dissimilar, right? They're similar in their shape, but color and every other thing, different. God says there are things I want to do. What I'm looking for is a tapestry. Which is a blend of different fabrics. Because mm. I'm a multi-breasted God. Yes, multidimensional. I want to show my manifold wisdom. And what I need. I don't just need contact. I, need, I want covenant. Mm. One of the things about covenant is that cutting has to happen. Mm. Yeah. That's why it's called cutting covenant. Now we read knit together. Everybody wants to be neat, But nobody wants to nobody wants to be pierced because you can't knit without some perforation some holes oh somebody help me now so look at what happens to some of us at the sight of the needle, we're out. <laughs> As in, the needle has not even come. Just at the sight of the needle. Let me use another method. There are different methods of sewing. <laughs> He I was a dealer. The hospital is real. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I, I'm joking. It was my granddad that taught me how to soap. Yeah. So this is a faster method. Yeah. Jaddy, am I? Am I? Yeah. yeah. I can't do many things. So. So, ladies, you can add it to your list, marry a man that can tack it so that where my dress does prah. So it's gonna be tacky. <laughs> All right. Now, can you see, is there some kind of connection now? Does it look like there's a future here? What's it going to take? So some of you are in a relationship with some loose ends and you're getting frustrated. If the ties are getting stronger, you're possibly on the right way or in the right direction. Neating takes time. Bonding takes time. It doesn't happen with just hello and hi. Hello, hi, I'm out. So for those who don't have time to ask questions to pay attention. How can things be distributed? We're almost there. Let me see if the thread is going to be enough. God says I don't want a church that is laying on each other. I want a church that is knitted. Mm. All right, I think this is like what we can do. (laughs) Whoa! Look at your neighbor. Say it's time to knit. Actually, this is not knitting, this is sewing us teaching, but you can knit, right? Now, in knitting, you go under, you go above, you go around, you knit. And some of us, the only relationships we're comfortable with are the ones where we're over. That's not knitting, that's spreading. That's laying. And some is the one where we're under. So we're always used to relationships that dominate so you wonder why have my last three relationships turned out the same way because you are choosing the same way i didn't ask you to clap but if you want to clap i think why does god allow the development why because it says through the effective working by which every part does its share. So I'm not in a relationship just to take my share. I'm there to do my share. And through the doing, my development comes to bear. How does have realize that many times we don't do our best except there is somebody that keeps us accountable? so you know you know you can do it but without the phone call or the sometimes the fines or sometimes the attitude that the person is going to give you if you don't get it done you don't get it done and so God says I want relationships that will push you in the right direction why? nothing cultivates itself optimally land left to itself will grow weeds A baby left to itself for us will bring disgrace to the mother. A person left to itself is going to be the lesser version of what it can be. So God says I send people into your life, ministers, pastors, leaders, mentors, disciples, individuals, friends, family members, uh, loved ones, to help you develop. Please help me look for two or three people and tell them you must develop. Oh, some of you didn't say the way you ought to say. Say you must develop. You must. You must. Please get out of your seat. I don't know why some people are so comfortable this morning sitting down. Just, just get out of your seat and look for two or three. Tell them you must. Must develop. You must develop. Paul and Silas, Elijah and Elisha, Paul and Barnabas, Moses and Joshua, Ruth and Naomi, David and Jonathan. There must be developments, and it doesn't happen by yourself. Let me ask you: How many of you here can wear your makeup by yourself? You can wear your makeup by yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can do it, right? But if you really want, you know, to rock the party that Saturday. You want everybody to see, most of the time, you get somebody else to help you develop. You yeah, look, a relationship in that regard. Many ladies can actually take delivery of their own babies themselves. So I put my panic on inshovel. <laughs> right? But a relationship helps you accelerate that process. Number three, because of time. God allows bonding for displacement. God allows bonding for displacement. I think um, it was Ephesians 4, 16 that we read earlier. One of the translations, if you can find it for me I think TPT or Message or Amplified it said that we'll be in step with one another. The one that is in step. I need that one. Please help me find it. God uses relationships for displacement. So there are times in your life where you didn't believe certain things were possible. You had never seen it. Or so maybe you heard it from a, a, you know, someone who was very distant. And then God brings somebody into your space who is living out that reality. Is somebody here? Who's living that reality? And then all of a sudden you start thinking, oh wow, so it's possible for people like me. Because there's a realm where you don't think it's possible. Then you know it's possible, sha. You know that realm. Then it becomes possible for certain kinds of people. And they are like, oh, well, it's possible for people like me. Let me use an example because I want to help somebody. One of my goals this year is to help people in this house look at a millionaire as something that is so small. Somebody say a millionaire is too small. Now some of you will be like, "Ah, oh, it's a lot. Say it, say it's too small. Yeah. Say it again, say it's too small. Yeah. Shout a lot of say it's too small. Yeah. Say it again, say it's too small. Yeah. All right, I can't hear your voice. It's so small. There was a time in my life, I used to think a millionaire was a lot of money, big money. Then about 2008 or something like that, um, I had a friend, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Thereabout, had a friend, and the friend said to me, "Oh, you know what? This happened and that happened and all of that. And somebody gave me five million naira." I was like, "Really? Is that even possible, ladies and gentlemen?" I believe within a year or eighteen months after that, somebody gave me my first million naira as a gift, not the one I made as a gift. Why am I sharing? I'm not sharing it to oppress anybody. This is over 12 years ago, so I'm not. If I wanted to oppress you, I would have shared it then. <laughs> do you understand? Why am I sharing it? Because I want you to see the picture. Somebody shout as possible. So, what does God do? Pastor Larry, come. What God does is like you're in this person, like, oh God, I need a hundred thousand. Oh, God, I a hundred thousand. and then god brings somebody in your life who's over there and you guys are in partnership or fellowship prayer points your prayer points "Ah, i'm just praying for 100,000 the person are you serious that's what you're praying for "Ah, not a problem i can't give 100,000 now but send me your account the person gives you 50,000 there god bless you god bless you then you now ask the person, Do you have any prayer point? Person, my prayer point is not a lot. I'm just, there's a project I'm working on that requires about 15 million. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what happens in your mind? Yeah. 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 One of the reasons some people here are not growing is that whenever you see someone whose results are intimidating, you shrink into your comfort zone. So some of you are even uncomfortable. When I said a millionaire, I can't even tell you what's going on these days. Some of you are uncomfortable with a millionaire because you feel intimidated. The elasticity of your past is often stronger than the pull to your future. Except you intentionally align with people that look more like where God is taking you. And when you get into those relationships, some of those people will be like, leave me alone. Get behind me. Like Elijah and Elisha. Why are you always calling me? Why are you always bossing me? Why are you always trying to see me? Call them. Oh, yo. Yes, sir. Hang around them. Connect with them. Serve them. Give to them. Don't go, oh, you even have 15 million now. Come on, give me. No, that's the wrong reaction. Don't forget, how does the growth happen according as each joint supplies? So the person tells you, oh, he's working on fifty million naira. You know what he's start doing? Of course, he gave you 50,000 naira. So, I mean... You don't start with money. But you see an article online, a video, or a post, Then maybe the next time you get some money, some income, even though they give you fifty thousand dollars last month, go and give him 20K. Do you know, let me tell you the psychology of the rich. If he has 25 million, and you had 100,000, and you give him 20,000 out of the 100,000, he's not saying 20,000. Don't forget he has more money than you. Therefore, he knows more of what it takes to make money than you. Therefore, he appreciates little money more than you. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But what happens for many of us, I'm using money as a metric, boy. it's not just money. What happens for many of us is you see somebody who's more confident, more charismatic, more outspoken, more settled in life, an area of life you are shrinking from that not knowing that is the voice of insecurity that trying to rob you of your future and destiny so before you say somebody's extra ask yourself am i enough just trying to help people with the foundations because if you don't understand this foundation it does not matter what dating or courtship tip we give you what friendship tip we give you what marriage tip we give you if this foundation is not right you don't understand the subconscious dynamics of social relationships you will keep making poor choices because the fundamentals are not in place so Joshua you will conquer cities and build cities but I've got to send you Moses who is not going to build the cities you will build but has entered into a civilization that is superior to what you knew as a slave. So imagine, see Moses and Joshua relationship don't think that Joshua was comfortable all the time because there were be times that Moses would be saying I remember when we were building the pyramids in Egypt. Eh, pyramids? what? So this is Moses saying, somebody squatting in the BQ. I remember when I was building the mansion in Banana Island. In fact, let me tell you one of the ways in which you know a relationship that you should move into. If it intimidates you or sometimes you feel like the person is boasting. Because one day you will get to a certain level and that thing will become your normal. Displacement. What is displacement? Changing where you are placed. Moving. Covering a distance. God uses bonds. So look at this. If Lara is connected, Pastor Lara is connected to me. P-Line is connected to me. He's connected to me. If this connection and he's moving faster than me. I'm moving, but he's moving faster than me. Moving faster to keep, keep going. Keep going. After a while, I'll be like, he's moving too fast. You know why? There's connection, but no communion. What's communion? Move faster than me. Ah uh-uh, plan, plan, plan. Uh uh-uh, okay. <laughs> Everybody calling you. Pay attention. Uh, yeah, go. Plan, plan. What's the plan? I ask questions. I don't just make requisitions. Let me encourage you. If anybody has anything more than you, never make any requisition more than twice. Make inquisitions. Someone gives you money, never ask for it more than twice. Never. The third time, ask how they made it. The secrets of the Lord are with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant. In other words, even God does not give his best to people that ask for things. He gives his best to those who commune and are in covenant with him. So I move again from being in connection to bonding. Now this is bonding. Let me tell you what bonding is bonding is as you are moving you are dragging me along I'm dragged but I'm progressing oh you're not getting this right now have you seen somebody that can yap you but without them your life will go nowhere (laughs) you have to choose what you want sweet words or a sweet destiny I mean it's great if you can have both well, sometimes it doesn't happen like that. Bonding is as you go, we go. This is where yoking is. Another word for bonding is yoking. So it says do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Why? Because if you're yoked with them, you're bonding with them. If you're bonding with them, where they go, you end up. And God understands that fallen man struggles with inertia. What's the next year? You just want to chill where you are. You just want to relax. You don't want to go anywhere. But your friend comes and says, hey, come on, we're going out. Has it happened to you before? After the guy broke your heart and you were like, it's not everywhere. You had no idea. It could be a snot factory. Everywhere. And then you, your girlfriends came. All your guy friends, you were the guy because guys get heartbroken. So I hope you know. Some people don't know guys get heartbroken. Just like they do, like <laughs> <laughs> nothing. They happen. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Displacement, right? Number four. God gives us bonds for dominion. Dominion. Dominion is not a solo project. Nobody ever enters into dominion without a bond ever the devil wanted to strike a bond with Jesus he said look at all the kingdoms of the world if you bow to me in other words we have an agreement that you bond with me this is a bond if you bow to me I will give you all the kingdoms of the world which is the same system the Babylon still uses today that for you to enter certain levels of fame You enter into a bond. Now the way God instituted it, you cannot exercise dominion without a bond. And God blessed them. Dominion is not him. He didn't say God blessed him. Said God blessed them and said let them have what? Dominion over the Earth it's so good to see you. Let them have dominion over the birds of the earth, over the fish of the sea and everything that cross upon the face of the earth. Why? You can have survival alone, but you need to be with somebody else to have dominion. So you look through it, let's look at the uh, story of the promised land, Israel. Moses sent out spies They had promises and promises and promises the prophecy I will give you a land flowing with milk and honey Abraham Isaac Jacob and all of that and Moses sent 12 spies remember 12 spies and then what happened with the 12 spies did they spy and then just get through by themselves no there was a woman on the wall that was a harlot and they had a bond what was the agreement I'm gonna put a scarlet thread you know the story. Yeah. So just preserve me in my house. So even for them to fulfill that promise uh, that prophecy, that prophecy, there had to be a bond. So this is not just about your relationship. Or your let me. I use the example because uh, I plant ideas. This is the reason, even when you get married in a relationship, and as a couple, you want to you want to enter into certain things. There has to be another relationship. Not your marriage relationship. Yep. So any relationship we get into. That now fences you away from the whole world. It does not matter how great. Anointed, talented, beautiful that man or woman is. That is an exploitative relationship. Because dominion was not given to one. Dominion was given to them. Therefore, if you have a relationship that is so exclusive and secretive. One person will start dominating the other person. Are you here now? And number five. Bonds occur for destiny and destinations in God. In the second service, we're going to continue. I'm going to share with you certain kinds of bonds. And I'm going to share with you certain... a certain uh, bonds different kinds of bonds and then I'll show you certain circles and all of that levels of social connectivity and some other things your destiny is a corporate assignment many aspects of your destiny can be accomplished by yourself but the full picture cannot be accomplished by yourself so let's go to our text destiny and destinations on God why do I demarcate that because they're sending you that in your life to help you discover certain things about God. They bring you into a dimension in God. So you can put destiny and dimensions in God. They bring you into certain dimensions in God. So we see the Bible says that Apollos was mighty in the scriptures, right? But then there had to be a couple that helped him understand the things of God more appropriately. Paul was speaking to some people and they said, he said, have they been baptized? So we've not heard of any other kind of baptism, right? And then he led them more accurately in the things in the things of God. So there are relationships or bonds in your life that have to do with certain spaces or timing or specific assignments in God. Please go to Psalm 133 very quickly. Debahashimanakas. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Verse two, it is like the precious oil upon the head. But see what's happening with that oil. That oil is not staying on the head. What's what's happening with the oil? Where is it running? Where is the beard on the face? Where is the face? the head so the flow of God's oil happens through bonds the beards are bonded to the head how do you know the power of a bond the power of a bond is I cannot pluck your beard without your head feeling the pain so was trying to pluck someone's beard. so when Jesus was punished they plucked his beards right one of the things they did on the cross boom they plucked his beards Imagine plucking. Now many of us don't bond because we know the pain of being in a bond. But the pain of not being in a bond is worse and more long-lasting than the pain of being in a bond. This is the reason the enemy tries to mess up the bonds in your life. This is the reason to try to mess up the bond between your dad and your mom because if your dad and your mom were not together then your mom had to work extra hard or your dad had to work extra hard to give you a semblance of duality. somebody here? And by walking extra hard it came with extra pain and sometimes the pain was transferred to you and sometimes you don't even know that you had inherent and indwelling pain until it begins to manifest in your own relationship. And the enemy now begins to deceive you and convince you that, you know what, marriage is not it. Marriage doesn't work. Or if you get married, don't put your full heart inside. Just in case. Just in case. And guess what? Because you don't put your your whole heart inside, then it does not work. And then you say, not you, the person then says, I knew it. Thank God, I did not even put. Do you see how the cycle works? Some of you can see your parents right. Some of you can see your aunts and uncles right. Some of you can see your own relationships right now. The beard is connected to the head. So the oil of God will flow through the bonds. God doesn't put your help far from you he puts it in a bond connected to you somebody you are in a bond with holds the key to a bondage you're trying to break to a tendency you're trying to leave out to a purpose in God it's so good to see to a purpose in God that seems so far-fetched the beard of Aaron now look at that the beard of Aaron running down the edge of what his garments where are Aaron's garments on his body look at neighbor, say it's not far from you you. look at the other neighbor if there's another neighbor and say it is not far from you verse 3 it is like the dew of Hermon where is it descendant upon the mountains of Zion why for there the Lord what does he do what does he do I feel the glory of God right now let me say something to somebody when you're not in the right bonds you'll be running after blessing when you're in the right bonds lessons are commanded to find you. Commanded. 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 I know for many of you, it's been a sobering one, a reflective one. But it's important to revisit those foundations before we buy new paint, you know, before we buy new bricks, new cement. Be like, well, let's change the cement, change the no, no, let's let's deal with the foundations. In the second session, I'll talk about fractions and wholeness, because some of us we're not whole yet. And if you are not whole, you are not single. <laughs> if you are not single, you are not different for a relationship. You know why? If you are in a fractured state, you will make fractured decisions. It's like looking through shattered glass. You see distorted images. And you say yes to what you should say no to. And no to what you should say yes to. the blessing why for this five things why he wants to distribute some things we can use your body as a metaphor your circulatory system your hearts and your ventricles and your veins and capillaries and all of those things they are all bonded this is the reason you cannot rip out the capillaries without your veins feeling it is bonded so can relationships, friendships, can they, be, can they be challenging? God also put that pain in there so that they will not break easily. And guess what happens if somebody cuts your skin? You know what also happens? God has a mechanism to close up the wound. To bond it. To seal it. Because the fact that you've been caught does not mean you should be leaking. And there are people who have been caught, but they keep poking the cots and keep, excuse me, keep poking the cots, keep poking the cots, keep poking the cots and bleeding long after the issue happened. Just bleeding and bleeding. And God says, if you keep bleeding and bleeding, guess what? You're going to have a bloody relationship. You have a bloody friendship. Let's pray in a minute or two. Ask the Lord to revisit your foundations. Some of you are seeing images and pictures right now. Your first friendship, your first close ties, primary school, family ties. Some of those things that left some scars on you. You're like, I I don't want no needing. You know, people say things and they don't know where it's coming from. Say me, I don't want to be close to any pastor. I don't want to be close to any church. I don't want to be close to anybody. I just come, I hear the word and I will go. And they don't know where it's coming from. I don't do friends. Friendships are toxic. Where is it coming from? Or like I shared earlier on, failures that keep you isolated or successes that keep you isolated stigma from something you didn't do right or something that happened to you or life just happened and the stigma has talk the stigma has stuck. you're like how how will i get through this but the lord is here today The Lord is here today, and the Lord is healing. I want you to pray as you pray. Lord, I receive the oil of your presence. I receive the oil of healing. I receive the oil of your spirit. I receive the oil of your glory. I receive the oil of your power. In the second service, we'll look at Ruth and Naomi. We'll look at David and Jonathan. We'll look at some other verses. Say, God. I want that bond. And some of you are in a place where you're like, God, I don't have friends. I don't have friends. There are people who stalk me. There are people that like me. There are people that follow me. But I don't have friends. Say, Lord, will you suck me out this month? Will you suck me out this month? Lord, I want to be close to somebody. I want to be close to the right person. I don't want to be that lonely person who leaves a dull, drab and empty life. I want to be the person who's closely connected and in complete touch. father in the name of jesus we thank you for this house we thank you that this month as we explore this important and crucial truths we will enjoy the flow of grace in the area of our friendships our relationships our family ties and connections our social influence and the dynamics of partnerships in the workplace in the name of Jesus we will not allow the negativity of the past bleed over and conceal the opportunities of the now in the name of Jesus but we spread our wings Lord I pray for anyone right now who might still be nursing a wound fresh or not recently or something from way back that the healing oil of your spirit will seal up those wounds in the name of Jesus that you bring us to a place of true wholeness in the name of Jesus equip refresh empower support strengthen affirm refine in the name of Jesus devil will say you have no room in any of our associations affiliations relationships ties covenants and circles of communion father we give you praise thank you Lord in Jesus name of prayer somebody say amen 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 put your hands together and glorify god if you received anything this morning quickly we're going to honor god with our given please receive minister as she comes to take the offerings and closed hallelujah hallelujah can we just appreciate god for pastor dami this morning the world came with power the world came with light and it came with healing for some people right